Greetings and welcome to the Health and Wellness Show. Our health podcast is dedicated to providing you with science-based knowledge to help you attain a happy and healthy life. Topics are from patient files and from questions from members, and chosen items are of general interest. Your specific topics can be handled through our question and answer section of the website. Okay, the topic today comes from a patient. She asked what progesterone was. Seems her doctor had some tests run and told her her progesterone was low, and she didn't know what that was. Now, I have met many patients who were confused about sex hormones, so today we will have a discussion about human sex hormones, both for female and male. For females, we'll be discussing the primary ones, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. For males, testosterone and estrogen. For both, DHEA and oxytocin, which is also known as the love hormone. Some are very powerful hormones and are the powers of lust or libido, to use the medical term. To begin with, remember that hormone replacement therapy, your doctor is going to call this HRT, should be done with the supervision of a physician. And that would be an MD, also known as an allopathic doctor, a DO, also known as an osteopathic doctor, or an NP, also known as a naturopathic doctor. And you will need a physician up on hormone therapy. Physicians in general have a tendency to be down on anything they are not up on, so hopefully your present doctor will be able to handle this for you. If not, your local compounding pharmacist should be able to recommend someone to you. And hormone therapy must be done in conjunction with lab tests. If you are showing any of the signs of needing hormone therapy, lab tests are ordered by your doctor. Then you review them and determine therapy if needed. Remember that there are several medical conditions that affect hormone therapy, such as breast or prostate cancer, and that's another reason your doctor must be in charge of this, to know when not to do it. The general process is as follows. You show symptoms, run the lab tests, determine the hormones needed, arrive at a dosage and beginning therapy, administer for about a month, and then retest and see where you are. Usually within about three months or so, your particular regimen will be established. Then normally, you recheck annually or so and adjust as needed. Okay, let's start with ladies first. We will start with estrogen. This is the feminizing hormone that makes you a woman. Your figure, your breasts, vagina, etc. are all formed as a result of estrogen. The following symptoms would indicate if yours is off and a lab test is needed. First, proper sexual development of a girl, both degree and time. Now, time refers to the time at which it occurs. If you have an eight-year-old developing as a woman, that's a little off. If it was after 16 and you still haven't developed, that's a little bit off, and that would indicate a need for lab tests. Bone metabolism. Estrogen is very involved in the metabolism of bone, and if yours is low, osteoporosis is an end result of that. Painful sex due to lack of vaginal lubrication, another very obvious sign of low estrogen and your hormones needing to be tested. An increase of urinary tract infections due to thinning of the urethra. Now, this is one that's missed by quite a few. They have a tendency to just administer an antibiotic, and in reality, uh, the tests for low hormones should also be checked on that one. Irregular or absent periods is pretty much self-explanatory. Shifts in mood. This is a, an important thing to understand is that the hormones really affect your mind as well. 
So mood shifts, which are common and, and frequently discussed, would indicate a time to check your hormones. Hot flashes, this is kind of the classic that everybody talks about, but it is definitely a, a sign to get your hormones checked. Breast tenderness is another sign that you would want to be watching for. Now, headaches are accentuation of pre-existing migraines, and this one is missed by quite a few because they don't understand that migraines can also be affected by hormones. So if you're having migraines and can't seem to get a handle on them, it might be a good idea to have your hormones tested. Depression, this goes in with the mood shifts. Uh, depression, again, is a very common uh, side effect of having hormone therapy, the hormones that are off. Trouble concentrating, another mental issue having to do with hormones. And then fatigue, uh, estrogen is involved in, in metabolism, and it's common to have fatigue as a side effect of, of low estrogen. Now, menopause is defined as having no period for the last 12 months. It can occur anywhere from 40 to 55. It presents as a dramatic change in hormones and is the most common time sex hormones are used, but they are used at other times as well. Humans have three different forms of estrogen, with estradiol being the most commonly used. In the past, horse estrogen was used. It was called Premarin because it was harvested from pregnant mares, pre-marin. Get it? <laughs> the kicker here is horses have 21 different forms of estrogen, and some of those cause unwanted side effects. So be sure to discuss with your doctor to only use bioidentical hormones, which in this case would be estradiol or triest, which is all three of them together. Fortunately, Estradiol is absorbed orally, so it can be taken as a pill. It is also frequently compounded into a cream to be rubbed into the skin, into a sublingual tablet, which dissolves under your tongue, and you can get different flavors of that, as a vaginal cream or as a patch, which is applied to the skin. So you have good choices as to ease of taking this. It can also be compounded as a mix with the other hormones, which will be discussed shortly. You use the compound for a month, retest, then adjust until your particular dose is established. Okay, our next hormone is progesterone. It is referred to as a relaxing hormone since it is famous for putting you in a good mood. Some of the signs of deficiency are the same as estrogen, so the lab tests will determine where you are. It is frequently given along with estrogen, commonly in a 1 to 50 or so ratio. Again, lab tests will determine. Progesterone is also absorbed orally, so it can be given orally or mixed in a compound, same as estrogen. A cream with one milligram of estrogen and 50 milligrams of progesterone per gram is a commonly used one for starting the therapy. You would use one half to one gram rubbed into the skin either once or twice a day. Okay, our next hormone is testosterone. This is a very important hormone for both sexes. Signs of a female being low would be Decrease in production of new blood cells, which leads to anemia. So anemia most frequently is from low iron intake, and a lot of times this diagnosis is missed. Uh, it can also be caused from a decrease in your, in your hormones. You should have a lab test run. A decrease in sexual desire or libido. This is a real common issue with low testosterone. Females need testosterone for sex drive just like males do. That relates to a decrease in the ability to orgasm. So again, if you're having issues with that, have your lab test run. Depressed mood, 
and memory decline. Again, sex hormones have a lot to do with the way the mind works and a depressed mood where you're getting tranquilizers and stuff like that. A lot of times the real cause, if you look for what's causing this, is hormones being off. Same with the memory decline. Sometimes you just seem to not be able to remember a thing, lose your keys and all that stuff all the time. And that, again, would be an indication that maybe your hormones need to be checked. Now, lethargy or just plain old want to lay on the couch all day can also be tied to testosterone since it is an anabolic hormone, which means it increases muscle buildup and also muscle weakness along the same lines. Increased stress. Again, remember the hormones affect your mind. So stress is, is a common side effect of having your hormones being too low. Now, unfortunately, testosterone is not absorbed orally and must be entered into the body into some form. Most common with females is a compound, such as a trochee or a cream. So if you are low in all three sex hormones, which is quite common, a compound would have the starting dose of each and then both the strength and application adjusted monthly depending on lab tests and your results. In this case, you, the compounding pharmacist, the lab, and your doctor would be working as a team to get your hormones back in proper condition for you. Okay, now for the men. Your primary hormone is testosterone. When you were conceived, testosterone caused you to develop as a male. Your body shape, penis, beard, musculature, all are a result of testosterone. Following are some symptoms of low testosterone. First, low sex drive. Very obvious. You'll have no nighttime erections, no morning wood, none of that type of stuff. You just have a low sex drive. You would also have a decreased ability to orgasm. Again, take a look at your hormone levels. Low semen volume, if you do have an orgasm, that's another sign that your testosterone is low. Hair loss, as balding and a decrease in facial hair. These would be signs that your testosterone needs to be checked. Loss of muscle mass. This is real common, and it's not always just from lack of exercise. Testosterone is an anabolic hormone, which means it helps build up, so you can lose muscles if it's low. Increased body fat would be a common side effect. And decreased bone strength and a formation of osteoporosis. Again, estrogen and for females, testosterone for males, uh, have a lot to do with formation of osteoporosis. Mood changes, such as irritability or lack of focus. Again, remember, the hormones affect your mind, and this would be a common effect from that and need to be checked. Memory decline. I have a lot of men talk to me about their memory starting to slip. Sometimes it's as simple as B12 supplementation, but your steroids, like, like your hormones, such as testosterone, can also contribute to that. Smaller testicle size. This is an obvious one and would be a clue that your testosterone is off. And again, low blood counts resulting in anemia. Anemia is kind of rare in men. Most men get enough iron. So when you have an anemia diagnosis from a low, you know, low lab test, uh, check your testosterone. Make sure that that's not contributing to it. Now, lab tests will determine where you are. You want to be on the high side of normal. If the max is 1,000, that would be in the 700-plus range. Unfortunately, testosterone is not absorbed orally, so it must be given in a form that allows it to enter the body directly. For men, commonly used are injections, which would be given either weekly or biweekly, 
creams, which are rubbed into the skin daily or twice a day, trochees, which are dissolved under the tongue daily, or patches, which are applied to the skin. Again, use the dosage form agreed to for a month or so, relab test, and adjust until your level is established. Males also have an estrogen level. It is necessary for modulation of libido, which basically means keeps you from going crazy, and also for creation of healthy sperm. Strange, but estrogen is required for us to have healthy sperms. Now, too high estrogen can cause some feminizing traits. There is an enzyme called aromatase, which is found heavily in abdominal fat, and that converts testosterone into estrogen. You may have noticed some guys with big abdomens also seem to be growing breasts. That's another good reason to watch your weight. All right, oxytocin is a hormone in both sexes. It has quite a few properties. In females, it is what causes the uterus to contract during childbirth. It is also what causes the milk glands to produce during lactation. It is also called the bonding hormone or the love hormone since it causes the bonding feelings we have for each other. When a newborn child is placed with the new mother, there is a flood of oxytocin, which produces very strong bonding between them. It is also secreted by both sexes during orgasm, which complicates the friends with benefits things considerably. It is also used in marriage therapy to help reestablish the bonding between the couple. There was a movie, Love Potion Number no. 9, starring Sandra Bullock, that used this property as the theme for the movie. And there is also a song, Love Potion Number no. 9, made famous by the searchers, also using this theme. It's possible that you've either seen that movie or heard that song. The sex hormones are manufactured by the body from cholesterol. A common side effect of cholesterol inhibitors, such as the statins, is low libido. Now you know why. Low cholesterol results in low hormone production. An intermediate chemical in this manufacturing process is DHEA. When the lab tests are run, it will determine this one as well. In some cases, if the hormones are not off too much, DHEA can be taken and the body will use it to make the needed hormone. Its advantage is it is absorbed orally. Your doctor can determine if that would be a good route for you. In summary, today's science enables most of us to have proper hormone levels. I encourage you to be aware of this knowledge and engage it if and when needed to help you be and feel your best. Well, I hope you found our today's topics of interest to you. This is Victor B., your host, reminding you that our website, sciencebasedhealthandwellness.com, is dedicated to providing you with science-based knowledge to help you achieve your health goals. You can submit topics you would like discussed through the question and answer section of our website, and we invite you to become a member. So till next time, just a reminder, you make your habits, then your habits make you.